welcome to 5-Minute Feng Shui with me, Candice. Today I'm going to be talking about oracle bones. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and leave a little review on whichever platform you're listening on. And it would be much appreciated if you shared with other people you think may be interested in the podcast. The I Ching is one of the oldest known methods of divination. This method of course is used, I mean, most people have heard of the Yi Ching. It's based on the Book of Changes, and it goes off of um, trigrams and hexagrams in yin and yang lines. Most people are familiar with this or have at least seen or heard of these lines. If you most notably look at the flag of um, Korea, you will see the symbols of heaven and earth and fire and water on the flag. This is what they represent, those little, you know, lines that are all around. But predating this was actually the use of oracle bones. The oracle bones were mostly made of tortoise plastrons, which is the underside of the belly of the tortoise. And if you look at the bottom of the tortoise, you know, you will see that it has like cracks and lines on it. And these cracks and lines were read to determine the answers. They were also made out of things like ox scapulas, which is the shoulder blade. And, um, they were also sometimes made out of the rib bones or scapula of a sheep, boars, horses, and deer, and sometimes other animals, probably just whatever they um, slaughtered or probably whatever died within their, their town. So um, I would guess they're probably limited on what they had available, but they would basically read the cracks and lines of these bones. In addition to drilling holes, I mentioned that they would actually look at the cracks within the bone. So to do this, they would heat the bone up and then they would crack the bone. And what would happen is during the cracking process, there would, uh, of course, appear limes within the, the bones. And they would kind of look at these and see if they look like, you know, different symbols or different pictures. And then they would interpret it that way. So first, the bones and shells will be cleaned of meat and prepared by sawing, scraping, smoothing and polishing them to create convenient flat surfaces, according to Wikipedia, which I will link to below. The predominance of scapulas and later of plastrons is also thought to be related to their convenience as flat, large surfaces that needed minimal preparation. There's also speculation that only female tortoise shells were used, as these are significantly less concave. So pits or hollow holes were drilled or chiseled partway through the bone in an orderly series. At least one of the drills has actually been unearthed. So in addition to reading just the cracks of the tortoise shell, they would actually sometimes make carvings and actually drill holes in them to, um, I would suppose like, you know, throw or cast for the reading. So this divination was typically done for the king only by a diviner or in the presence of a diviner, you know, the kings would do themselves, but they later on switched to um, the kings only doing the divining themselves. So I guess they didn't, you know, they were, didn't trust the diviners to do it, you know, for them. And also during this time, um, some of these mystic arts, this mysticism and the metaphysics type of arts were only reserved for noble people and kings so they weren't really common to the average man the diviners were especially assigned to kings and noble people so uh, the kings would do this apparently themselves 
The diviner would start by putting blood or anointing the animal bone with blood. And if you have, I believe rune stones is like that. If you carve your own runes, then you actually, um, you know, put a little bit of blood into the carving. That way you can see it. I think it's probably the same concept, but they would start by recording the heavenly stems and earthly branches, which is of course the section, sectionarian cycle of um, 60. Um, it is the basis of the Tongshu Chinese Almanac. So they would start with the date and then next they would call up the topic. So they would ask the question and they would ask whether a particular ancestor was um, involved. So the div divination was usually directed at the ancestors who of course were revered and they would have also consult for natural powers and um, whichever the highest god was thought to be within that society. And of course, they would ask a variety of questions um, based on like illness, you know, birth and death and weather, warfare, agriculture, and all this kind of stuff. Some of this kind of fell by the wayside and, um, you know, different methods came in like the I Ching and all that. But apparently during the Shang Dynasty, it says oracle bones were unearthed by local farmers and they really didn't realize what they were. And so they would just kind of rebury them sometimes. But apparently when, you know, villagers started digging them up and they will call them dragon bones. Now, dragon bones were used for traditional Chinese medicine purposes. So they would grind them up. And they would um, use them as like powder for wounds and they would even, um, you know, mix it into powder to drink. So they were thought to have healing properties. I still have the offer out there for the free eight page guide for feng shui for your business. If you are a business owner and you have been hit a little bit rough with these new ordinances and all this isolation going on, you know, everyone's having to close their business for a couple weeks. Go participate in my five-day business challenge. I'll post the link below. So, um, of course, visit my website. That will be at fengshuibycandice.com. Visit me on all social medias as well as YouTube. And, of course, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff.